The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Prepare us, O God, to hear your word through the scriptures of this day. Confront us with your claims on our lives. Clarify the choices we must make if our lives are to have meaning and purpose. Help us to respond to the one who came as the bread of life, so we may know life at its fullest and best. Amen. The lesson today is from John chapter 18, verses 33 through 37. Then Pilate entered the headquarters again, summoned Jesus, and asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, Do you ask this on your own, or did others tell you about me? Pilate replied, I am not a Jew, am I? Your own nation and the chief priest have handed you over to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not from this world. If my kingdom were from this world, my followers would be fighting to keep me from being handed over to the Jews. But as it is, my kingdom is not from here. Pilate asked him, So you are a king? Jesus answered, You say that I am a king. For this I was born, and for this I came into the world, to testify to the truth. Everyone who belongs to the truth listens to my voice. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Are you the king of the Jews? It's a simple question. Pilate wants a simple answer, a simple truth. Yes or no, this or that. Which is it? Who doesn't like a yes or no question? This or that? A clear question deserves a clear answer. Amen. I imagine in each of your lives there have been times when you wanted a clear answer, a simple truth. I'll bet there have been times when you tried to categorize your life your relationships and other people and your world into this or that, yes or no. We take our life experiences, what we, what we knew, what we have been told, what we believe and wanted to believe, and we mark off boundaries of what is true. Right? We seek to possess the truth. I understand that. I too want to possess the truth. Pilate, or as Quinn calls him, Pilate, <laughs> wants to possess the truth. I think we all do things to try and possess the truth. We want to possess the truth and know that within the borders of our truth that we've achieved some degree of power over our lives, some stability and security, some predictability and control. This or that, yes or no. There is, however, a dark and dangerous side to claiming possession of the truth. When we claim to be the sole custodians of truth, 
we put ourselves in the position of having to defend, to guard, and protect that truth. We promote and impose our own truth on others. Lines are drawn, walls are, are built. Conversations are reduced to, to a monologue of rhetoric. And relationships give way to either isolation or superiority. And in some instances, violence arises. Sometimes it's the violence that injures or kills another human being. Almost always it is the violence that wounds the human soul. Theirs and ours. At some level, seeking a simple truth and claiming possession of that truth is at the heart of almost every conflict and every means of violence. And here's what I mean. Here's what that looks like. It looks like terrorist bombings. It looks like the current administration declaring immigrants and refugees are unsafe and unwelcome in the United States. It looks like political parties constantly at odds with one another. It looks like warring factions killing each other. It looks like racism. It looks like homophobia. It looks like transphobia. It looks like misogyny. It looks like churches that belittle other churches. It looks like broken hearts and marriages and families and friendships. In each of those situations, someone or some group is claiming to be the sole possessor of truth. The truth is, though, at most, we only ever possess a piece of the whole truth. The more we question, if we are courageous enough to question, some are not, but the more we question, we then begin to realize the truth is never as simple as we want it to be, or as we try to make it. And this becomes evident as we practice life, as we practice faith, as we practice relationships. And like it or not, it is a reality that we face every day of our lives. Which leads me to wonder if that's why Jesus does not give Pilate a straight, simple answer. Are you the king of the Jews? Could have just said no. Done. but he doesn't. And so perhaps this is his way of telling us that truth is never as simple as we want it to be. Never as absolute as we often assert it to be. And never as exclusive as we sometimes claim it to be. He knows that truth is more than a fact. I believe. He knows that truth is more than an answer, more than an experience, 
he knows that truth cannot be possessed. Rather, I think the point is that truth is a life to be lived. The truth to which Jesus testifies is that the God who, that is that God is beyond the circumstances of this world and simultaneously always present in the circumstances of this world. Jesus came into the world to tell us about that truth, to show us what that truth looks like in the human life, and then to teach us how to be a part part of and belong to that truth. That's a lesson that Pilate doesn't seem to understand. He just wants facts. What have you done? So are you a king? Yes or no? This or that? Pilate doesn't understand And I believe it's probably a lesson that we also struggle to understand. To seek and claim sole and exclusive possession of truth is the way of Pilate, is the way of the world. But it is not the way of Christ. Jesus never, not once ever, asked us to possess the truth about him or anything else. Instead, he asked us to belong to the truth, to let ourselves be possessed by his truth and listen to his voice. So here's my question. Do you belong to the truth? Or do you live and act as if the truth belongs to you? How you answer that question will determine whose voice you listen to. The choices that you make. The priorities you establish. The words you speak. The actions you take. Everyone who belongs to the truth listens to my voice. That's what he said. So whose truth or whose voice do we listen to when we act as if the truth belongs to us? Our own. We listen to our own voice And when we do, it becomes difficult, almost impossible to hear another's voice, human or divine. When we make ourselves custodians of the truth, when we believe that the truth belongs to us, we always listen to our own voice in the voices of those who think and act like us because we like solidarity. We listen to the voice of our political party, our country, our religion, our faction. We listen to the voice of our fear and insecurity. We listen to the voice of our bias, 
our individual needs and desires, our experiences. And almost always, always, always at the expense of other. Almost always. Now, I know those voices, and I've heard and listened to them myself. They're real. And they do sometimes speak a truth. However, it is only ever a piece of the truth. Those voices remind me, remind us, that the world is not always safe and life is not always easy. Yet there is another voice. A voice that speaks from a kingdom not of this world. In the midst of uncertainty and fear and terrorism, there is a voice that says, Do not fear. For I am with you, do not be afraid, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, I will help you, I will uphold you with my victorious right hand. Remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. In the darkness of death, there is a voice that says, I am the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in me, even though they die, will live. In the sea of human diversity, people who think and act and believe differently than us, there is a voice that says, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. In a world with, with battle lines drawn, and enemies named, there is a voice that says, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. In the midst of humanitarian need, there is a voice that says, I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was a stranger and you welcomed me. In the midst of today's refugee crisis, there is a voice that says, you shall love the foreigner as yourself. Let mutual love continue. Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers, for by doing that, some have entertained angels without knowing it. In the pain of a broken heart or hurt feelings or betrayals, there is a voice that says, if anyone has a complaint against another, Forgive each other, just as the Lord has forgiven you. In every time, in every place, in every situation, there is always that other voice. Always. It is always speaking to us. It speaks in today's world. It speaks in your life, in my life, in every person's life. That's the voice that we need to be listening to. That's the truth to which we want to belong. I believe that's the life that you want to live. I could be wrong, though. So what will it be? Will you belong to the truth? Or will you live and act as if the truth belongs to you? Thanks be to God. Amen.